Hello and welcome to United We Podcast, brought to you by the United Corpus Christi Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, Al Ariola Jr., President and CEO. United We believe in the power of collaboration, the strength of advocacy, and the endless possibilities of growth. From advocating for local businesses to fostering growth opportunities, we're here to ignite conversations that matter. This is United We Podcast. Welcome back, Chamber family and friends, to United We Podcast. Today is a Triton takeover. We have the owner and one of the newest players for the Tritons joining us today, Kevin Cecil, the owner, and Aaron Dilworth. Uh, Kevin, I'm so curious about owning a football team and what the prospects of all that was when it first started. Was it a, a group that started pitching, or you found them, they found you? How did this all get started? So it actually goes back with the Gunslinger days. Um, oh, wow. My buddy, Hector. He was the owner and founder of the Gunslingers, yeah. and I worked with him on a part-time event, and we got to talking, you know, and I told him, you know, how's the Gunslingers going, when are you going to retire, stuff like that, and he's like, man, it's going great, you know, what about you? I was like, man, I want to get into, like, sports security, but I don't want to go to school for that, right? I want to, like, get my foot in the door and kind of intern and get in, and uh, his biggest thing was like, okay, I got something for you, and I'm thinking, like, what do you mean you got something for me? I yeah. just, you know, like, what, what does that mean? You know, what? give me something, right? Tell me a little bit more, and he was like, think about it. So I sat on the decision for about a month, talked to my wife about it, told her what, you know, what was going on. And she asked, she's like, what do you have to do? I'm like, I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. So I'm trying to figure <laughs> yeah. that out. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure that out. I have no idea. And she's like, okay, well, if we don't have to put any money in and just time investment, and you're going to learn, then yeah, go for it. So at that point, I was going to come in as a GM for one of the corpus teams that we're going to bring back then. Um, and then obviously with every team you have, you know, trial and tribulation and stuff happens. Um, the, the team got sold from us. We, we learned from those avenues of what happened and then we ended up moving forward. So when it got brought up to me, you know, they asked like, Hey, do you want to take over and do a team thing? And I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, I, all I can do is try. Right. Sure. I mean, it's, you can try it. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, then it doesn't work. And it's kind of like another eyesore that happens in a sense uh, in the arena game because the arena game is tough. Uh-huh. It's really tough to get going, especially when you're not one of those made of money and you come up and like just a base price to get something going like this is anywhere between 500,000 to $800,000. Yeah. So having good mentorship and business partners is what made it successful for us. So when I said, I want to go back to Corpus, you know, a lot of guys asked why I was like, well, let's go to Corpus. You know, who was in Corpus in 2014 when the, the Fury won their championship game? I was, you know, and that was exciting. So it was one of those where I wanted to bring it back. I knew the challenges and we just went, went with it. Well, you brought up the Gunslingers because I, I think, that, I mean, I, as far as what I observed on the peripheral, that, that there was some success there, but there was, like you said, just some yeah. business challenges, I guess. Yeah, business challenges. I, I think everything that you go into, you know, you're going to have business challenges. It, it's just like when you want to start a restaurant to a landscaping business to podcasting to whatever, you're, sure. you're going to have issues. Yeah, they are successful. I mean, they're in their fourth year right now in the IFL. So what Hector and Jason did with them to, you know, have it continue is great. It's a great success story, um, even though ownership changed. So now that we're down here in Corpus, and I, I'm at the helm of that, and you know I have family here, so it, it kind of makes it easier for me to go travel and stay with family to be part of events if I have to be with you know some part of events and, and do all that stuff. Okay. And so I'm, I'm now more curious too. What, what were you doing before football? 
I was working. I was a cop. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So I worked for Bear County Sheriff's Office in the jail. Okay. I did that. Um, now I'm with New Braunfels Police Department in the city of New Braunfels. So I've been doing that for about five and a half years with them. So total time, 10 and a half years in law enforcement. Well, thank you for your service to us. Yeah. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Uh, wow. Okay. Well, and 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 I I, I know you're the team. Uh, if you can maybe describe to our audience what the, the building the team looked like, the, the, rec- the recruitment of, of Tritons. Yeah, so, you know, I know you asked Melina earlier that, you know, how, did they have different names that came across? We yeah, did. I was going to ask you that. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we had different names. We were, we're looking at, like, Corpus Christi Neptunes. We're looking at Corpus Christi Phantoms. We're looking at all different kinds of things. And then when we came with the Tritons and we saw that logo, we're like, oh, that's it. That's the one. That's the one. That's yeah. the one sticking. So uh, getting getting into arena football, you know, you have your owner. So you have your CEO, which is me. You got your chief operations officer, which is Jody Alvey. Um, and then you go down to your team president, Hector Garcia. Director of Operations, Jason Torres. Uh, you got Melina as our Marketing Public Relations. We have April as our Director of Sales. We have Michaela and Isabel that are going to help with game day operations. We have our GM, who's Jonathan. Um, so it, it's a whole team, right? So there's it's a just, team off, on the field and a team off the field. Yeah, it, it takes everybody to get this going. This isn't one of those things where it's overnight. You just dream about it, and one day it happens. This is like it, it two years in the making to get it going. Yeah. Just to show you how long it took, it's not something that happened within six months. You know, this... There's a lot of thought process that goes into it. There's a lot of money movement. There's a lot of uh, networking, resources, stuff like that. So it, it it's a lot of work. But the fun part is when you see the success at the end of the tunnel, you know you did something right. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up Alina. It, so uh, you guys, the, the, as an organization, uh, seem to have found value in the chamber right away that you said, we got to join the chamber. Uh, even yeah. before the, the uh, footballs hit the field, you guys were already kind of connecting and networking. And what I want to personally thank you for is um, something near and dear to my heart here at the organization is we do a, a lemonade day, which is for youth entrepreneurship. And you guys were all over that. You had the mascot yeah. at places. <laughs> it, it was really cool to see your community engagement and your commitment to the community. Um, now let's talk a little bit about the team on the field. Uh, mm-hmm. Are we still building that team, recruiting that team or? I know we have a player right here with us. Yeah, but is yeah. That- we we got Aaron with us. Um, we actually have so we have Coach Chavez. He's our head coach. We have Coach Anderson, who's our defensive coordinator, and then we have Coach Flowers, who's our defensive back special team. So as far as our players go, I think right now we have thirty six guys in training camp. I think that's what we're going to roll with. We have the opportunity to have forty, um, but I think we're going to just leave that four vacant. Um, and then through training camp, it's it's three weeks. They're going to go Monday through Friday. Um, Saturdays will be a scrimmage. Sundays will be cuts. So. Uh, we have this little app that all the ownerships in, including players and coaches, have been sending these guys conditioning uh, workouts each week. So it, it's going to show. It's going to show the ones who've been conditioning and the ones who haven't. Um, like I tell everybody, you know, let the best 25 men get that roster spot. You know, if you don't make it, it's not on us. It's on you. You, right. you failed to train uh, appropriately to, to get to where you want to get to. You want a, you want a good team. You want a yeah. solid team that understands uh, what it takes to be successful. And so, Aaron, I, I understand you, you've had a, a kind of a career in football. Um, you're from the area. You went to Flower Bluff High, yeah? Yeah, I went to Flower Bluff High School, and uh, I played there my freshman uh, all the way to my senior year, and then I uh, played at uh, A&M Kingsville. Okay. Uh, played there for three years. My senior year was COVID year, so we ended up, you know, only playing two games, and I ended up transferring to uh, a D two out in Oklahoma called East Central, and played two games there. And kind of, you know, COVID messed that up, so ended up going the arena route and uh, played for a team called the West Texas Warbirds. They're actually in the AFL right now. Okay. And uh, after playing for them, I played seven games there, and then played in the IFL in Sioux Falls. 
uh, played eight games there and got called up to the CFL and uh, was there for a year for two games. And then uh, for the rest of the year, I was on practice squad there and then ended up getting cut, coming back home and uh, didn't know if I was going to play and ended up going to NFL camp it's called the NFL Alumni Academy and uh, got picked up in the XFL draft okay. in the fifth round last year. So and that was during the relaunch of the XFL? XFL okay. Yeah. So I was uh, picked by the Orlando Guardians last year and ended up, uh, was on training camp, broke my foot and oh, uh, ended up coming back towards later last year, played with Bay Area in the IFL. They won the uh, championship last year in the IFL. So uh, about six years just playing here and there and definitely had fun with it and uh, just wanted to come back home. And so when I saw the opportunity, um, I, I kind of jumped on it, talked to Kevin and Coach Chavez for a while about it. And uh, we we made a decision for me to come home. And I think that's the best thing that I could do now is uh, come home and try to win us a championship here. That's what's that. What position are you playing? Play wide receiver. Okay. Um, I'm sorry about your foot. And it sounds like uh, the XFL was a... a I, I was kind of keeping up with the relaunch, and I think they're even reimagining themselves as a league mm-hmm. too, right? There's a merger or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, the, your time in Kingsville, the, 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 they're D2 school too, right? One yes, of the sir. best? Yes, sir. Yeah, conference was actually uh, really crazy my, my junior and senior year. Um, I want to say Texas A&M Commerce won it my junior year. Tarleton also, they're both D1 now. Okay. So uh, when I was going there, they were both in my conference. Uh, West Alabama, we played them my freshman year. Tyreek Hill was there. Um, just a lot of guys. I, I want to say that conference puts puts a lot of guys in the NFL. So and a lot of are still active right now. So so as a wide receiver, I got to ask this question, especially the difference with the 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 arena league. Are you afraid of the walls at all? Uh, no, I'm not worried. About <laughs> it. So, uh, with his experience, he better not be afraid. Of yeah. So I, I got to play. Uh, I would say my my biggest eye opener from. Transition from West Texas was going to Sioux Falls and playing there. Uh, Not much to do, I imagine. Not at all. <laughs> Small town. Uh, so football, you really get in your playbook there, and it's it's really time consuming. So uh, I was able to learn a lot there, and and I feel like the arena game uh, was really built around uh, Curtis Riggs. So uh, big help with me learning how to brace for the wall and impact for the game and all that stuff. So. What what are you finding uniquely different besides the wall, the pace of it? Or uh, I like how how fast paced it is, and a lot of people don't understand you're supposed to score a lot of points. So if you do have a good defense, you know they give up maybe thirty forty points. Oh wow, that is um, a lot of points. But it, it's supposed to be for the offense. As far as receivers, I like it because uh, we're already in motion before the play starts. So I'm running full speed at the DB before the play even starts. Oh, so you can give him a good lick if you want to yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> I can block him. I can run. He has no no uh, idea what I'm really doing. And so it's very hard to guard us. And that's why I feel like I have a lot of success as well as an arena as well. So how excited are you the year, the season that's coming up? Uh, this is probably the most excited I've been to play football in a long time. My whole family gets to come to the games. Uh, the whole community, everybody probably hasn't seen me play football since I was a little kid. So this is very uh, exciting for me, and I hope we can uh, not just win, but win some championships down here for Corpus. Win big, win big. Uh, well, Kevin, uh, how excited are you, man? I yeah. imagine this is a dream, like finally you're seeing it more and more come true. Sherry, uh, you, you want to share your excitement? Oh, about man, this? it's, it's you know, when I first started and I had all these doors close on me, right, and people are like, man, another arena football team, we wish you the best of luck. Um, reach out to these people, see what they did different. Um, so I reached out to a couple people and I was like, what, what happened with the teams in the past? Right. 
And and they told me. I was like, okay, cool. So I can learn from that and move forward. There you go. And learning from those mistakes and moving forward, um, you know, from their mistakes, I should say, moving forward, you know, it, it made it easier for us. So I, I already tell everybody, I'm like, you'll probably catch me somewhere in the corner crying first game when we kick <laughs> off because it's it's just a thing of emotions, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You don't you work so hard for something with within two years of, of trying to get this going that when we talked to the league, the league, uh, they weren't going to come f- until 2025. Oh, wow. And I told them, I was like, yeah, we can't do that. Like, I've been telling the city 2024, and I don't trust the other league right now because of their financial situation that they're in, and yeah. it doesn't make sense. So how can we help each other out? And it worked, man, from us doing the owners meeting here in Corpus to – you know, having all the other league owners or the team owners here to going, getting everybody tickets to see the uh, top ranked boxing event that happened, like yeah, the hospitality yeah. and everything that we put up for everybody was, was phenomenal. You know, everybody's like, man, that was class act to doing our press release on the Lexington with Molina's help to getting a congressional recognition from yeah. a congressman here to now the next thing we're getting is our military first responder game, April 19th. We're getting a, a Texas Purple Heart proclamation. Oh, very cool. So you know, a lot of things that we're doing, we're setting milestones and we're, and we're different. And that was my wisdom coming in here. I want to be different. I don't want to follow the same footsteps moving forward. What can we do to be different? So first game, March 17th, it's a whiteout game. Um, we, we did a 48-hour flash sale for fans to buy tickets to get white jerseys. So we'll be ordering those soon to get those here before the first game. But that's going to be like the big game. That's going to show what product that we're putting out on the field to start building our own fan base. We've built it now. But once they see the action, right. start, you know, accumulating more of that fan base and, and building a bigger fan base and getting the name out there for us. Right. Yeah. Uh, folks don't know what they don't know. Right. But when they see it, yeah. it's, it's a lot different. And, and you're starting to see the branding and, and your community engagement and impact. I, I'm glad that you brought up the, the league and, and, and what you guys did as far as bringing folks from all over to, to Corpus. It, what the sports does is it's, it has an economic impact and you're yeah. already, so to speak, bringing every guest that came is staying at a hotel room is buying you know food yeah. at a restaurant and yeah. it's it's trickling down to businesses and i hope our businesses see the value and get engaged with you guys because i i know we're excited at the our, for our partnership here with the chamber that we have a suite on the ground level and mm-hmm. we're gonna get to see you in action and <laughs> all that high-flying action that's gonna happen um the 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 playoffs they they what, what does that look like is it like a uh top uh, division leader or yeah so so i'm going to touch base on that so going back to to playoff ranking so basically like aaron said you know it's all about fast pace and scoring high points right so your main mentality is to score over 60 points the higher the points you score it it all accumulates right so so you'll have your top two teams that go into playoffs with one division the other division and then once they finish there whoever held the highest number of points in that seed will then take home field advantage so our biggest push, we would love to have a, a championship game here at home first year. That'll be huge for us. Even if we can't have it at home, but we take it off to the road and but we're able to bring that championship back, again, that's a, that's a milestone that's set, right? That's yeah. something that we want, but we know with our coaching staff and our players, there's a lot of training and practice that goes into it. We'll find out first game when they play this preseason game who's about it and who's not about it. And there's going to be cuts. There's going to be a lot of heartbreaks, right? Sure. We don't. We don't uh, make hearts, we break hearts in this industry, you know, so it's one of those where if you don't show out and you don't produce what you're supposed to produce and you don't listen to the coach, you're not coachable. I, I, there's nothing I can do there. You right, know, that, that's right. a reflection of you, not the organization. Sure. No, of course. Well, and uh, getting to know the championship itself, is the championship game already set in a city or is it based on who's the top? It, it's going to be based on who's the top seed. Oh, wow. so, so there's that potential if we stay top seed all the way through. 
we can bring that championship here to the American Bank Center. Oh, that'd be incredible. Uh, can you share your experience so far with the, with the American Bank Center and, and how accommodating they've been? And, yeah. Because and, yeah. I, I know the, the OVG group has been very good about bringing new events and working with, you know, interested partners. Have, have you enjoyed that relationship? Yeah, absolutely. I, I know a lot of people said when we first came in, you know, they're going to be hard and they're going to be tough. Are they hard and were they tough? Yes. But the reason for that is they're structured. Sure. And I like that. Um, they don't just want to bring stuff in that's not going to work. Right. And if they do bring something in, they want to see and make sure that it's going to work, right? There's revenue behind it that they're also getting because if it doesn't bring them revenue, it doesn't bring the city revenue. And with us, we're going to bring the city revenue. We're bringing tourism. We're bringing all that. So when a away team comes, it's not just the players. It's their fan base. It's their family. It's their friends, you know, so there's more revenue that comes into the city. So working with um, the guys over at the American Bank Center, they're nothing but great. That's great. I mean, we stay in constant communication, um, they let us know, hey, we got this. Like, we just had to move a date from uh, April 13th to April 14th. And without, you know, they could have done without telling me. Sure. But they told me like, hey, man, you know, just because, you know, we got top ranked boxing coming back in, we're going to have to move you guys. Is that cool? I'm great with it. Within within our contract, it says you guys have 30 days to do that. All I ask is just push out a press release. And, right. and they did, you know, and, and it worked. You know, so communication is key. I, I just feel if we communicate and we work hand in hand, a lot of things get done a lot faster. Well, that sounds like it's going to be a fun weekend in Corpus Christi. You have boxing one day and then <laughs> yeah. football the next. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it, yeah, you know, and the, that's what we're excited about seeing the level of activity happening at the bank center. It, it's a lot different than it was a couple of years ago. Now we got football back. We got, they're doing concerts like crazy. I mean, a, a little Wayne was here. It was, yeah. I've, I've, I'm just been more than impressed. Like you said, that they're, they're trying to really make an impact and, and bring some value to the community with some pretty cool events and i really think this is going to be one of the cooler ones we're going to see yeah um is there anything in particular or anyone in particular you, you guys want to give a shout out we'll start with, with you kevin is there anyone you want to show some love to yeah i mean my my day one my wife man she she's been my big supporter on this i mean if it wasn't for her i don't think i'd be doing this i mean she's been through the rut with me she's done a lot for me i mean we've argued sure and i mean there's times where i've been away from the house a lot more than i've bargain for especially being in law enforcement so she takes the realm uh, on that she'll take the helm and she'll she she's my everything she's my my rock my support so because of her i think that's the main reason why i'm able to do this and then it comes down to my guys you know in the front office to melina to to the players the coaching staff i mean i was talking with aaron and he's like man we've i've never like you know dealt with an owner who would legitimately sit there and talk with his players like how are you doing how's everything going do you need anything you know he's like that's just not normal for people who are in that ownership aspect. Right. And, you know, like I told Aaron, we're all human, right? Right. We're all human. I'm, I'm not better than anybody else. You know, we're all the same. Um, you know, I just want to make sure that my guys get taken care of and it starts from the top all the way down. So that's what makes it work. Well, let me throw a trick question your way. Did you put any pads on and try to take it, take it for a ride yourself? Oh, no, I can't. No, I can't. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not uh, that athletic to do it. I mean, I could put it on to look good, but if you got, try to get me running, I'm going to get hit. I'll probably jump and be like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> well, Aaron, we're happy to have you back home in, in the Bay in Corpus Christi. Uh, is there anybody you want to give a shout out to? Uh, my family, uh, appreciate y'all support. Uh, I want to specifically say, uh, if you are looking for homes or you're looking for, uh, you know, a place to live, my uh, older brother works at Palm Harbor Homes and my uh, sister Amber Dart is a realtor. So, you know, if you're looking for homes. Shout out commercial. There yeah, you go. <laughs> look, look for them. Um, and as far as the, the team, um, I'm ready to go. I want to bring a championship here to the city. Um, appreciate everything Kevin and the ownership group is doing for us, uh, the coaches. All the coaches I've uh, met have a relationship with them as well. So just appreciate what everybody's doing, and I'm just glad to be back home. Um, what, what, what did you miss the most while you were gone? 
Oh, uh, I'm a big breakfast taco guy. So, <laughs> um, I, I love Mexican food. I'm from Corpus, obviously, so yeah. you don't get food like that. Uh, Where are those cities that you talked say, about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so up north and just being everywhere I was. I was gone uh, for six years, so just being back home has been a blessing, and I'm just glad uh, I'm around family. Yeah, we're glad we're back. We're glad you guys are taking this, uh, making this investment, Kevin, and and you you investing your talent in, in back here with with this arena league. It's it's exciting. We're excited here at the chamber. I want to thank you guys for joining us today. I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank our audience who's joined us. Uh, this was United We Podcast with the Tritons. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com yep. and check out their website. You want, what was the website? TritonsArenaFootball.com. TritonsArenaFootball.com. We will see you guys again next time. <laughs>